0: My name is Lainey. It's time for When (laughs) a Nerd Starts Over. going everyone it is uh dan and uh this is a special episode of when a nerd starts over i know we have, actually have a theme that we're going to be doing for the next like couple weeks and we're going to talk mainly about love and someone who I, i've been trying to get on the show for for a while now and i actually have the opportunity to have and i'm very very excited because we have a lot of stuff in common when it comes to gaming and everything like that uh, the guy twitch is also It's my friend Hazir here, and he's going to talk about love because I'm I'm a romantic at heart. I love, you know, The Notebook, anything with Ryan Gosling in it that has to do with love. (laughs) I'm that guy. So through my situation with – if you have been listening to my podcast before in the past, I mean, I talk about divorce and how hard it is and, like, being lonely, having to start over – and I'm not the guy to sit at the bar and be like, "Hey, what's up? you your saying and try to hit on people. That's not me, man. I'm I'm very like, I, I'm not into that stuff. So starting over was tough. So when I hear stories like Hazir's story, which he's gonna tell us, which you know, is gonna be awesome, it make it gives me hope again. You know what I'm saying? Because starting over can happen again. Love can happen again. So, when Juice, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good, good, man. So uh you want to tell everyone a little about yourself? Yeah.
1: So uh my name's Cezier. Uh I do a little bit of Twitch, I do a little bit of YouTube, a little, little bit of Instagram. Um here in Sonoma. Any of those channels are going to be Wapplegrams. Um YouTube has no I think YouTube has a space in it and then the other ones have an underscore. I actually not going to lie, I don't know what my handles are. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: always have to, like, look it up whenever I'm talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, it is awesome. I I, uh, I follow this guy on social media, and I follow this girl, too, which I met, which is funny, because I met her at the bank, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I don't even have an account at that bank, and I would just cash my check there, and we have these d- discussions, and she remembers, I remember her saying, like, you should meet my boyfriend. And I remember you came in the store one time, and I won't name what store, because I, I, I don't think I can, but you had, like, a shirt with Ze- like about Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I had a,
1: a Legend of Zelda shirt that was crossover with Blink-182, and it said Link-182, and it had the Triforce, um, and then it had the face of Link with the X's out, which is, like, an iconic Blink-182 album cover that I actually got from her. She's the one that got me that, um... I had talked about it one time, and she surprised me with it. I think for Christmas or my birthday—I can't remember what what holiday it was.
0: Now that hit me on two notes because Zelda is one of my favorite like franchises of all time. Hmm. Blink One Eight Two—I mean, I was such a fangirl for those guys. Like in the nineties, <laughs> man, I I spent—I remember I spent five hundred bucks uh, to sit third row at their concert, and. It was, it was money well spent, man. I still love Blink-182, so uh, that was awesome. So like, I got to meet this guy, especially because <laughs> he hit me on two levels on there. So that was real awesome. Yeah. So I love both of them. They're great people. So I'm so excited about this. So tell us, man. Like, tell us. You, you know, I saw on social media, you know, you guys have been together. How long you guys were together before you got engaged? Uh, we were together
1: uh, five years because we just hit six years in March. And we got engaged on Christmas of 2016.
0: So wow. So, in like 2011. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So, I mean, like, but this was, like, this relationship, of course, you're getting to, like, you know, when you go through those milestones, like, one year, two year, three year, four year, five year. When was it, like, when you, 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 when you realized, like, you know, I got, I got to spend my, the rest of my life with this girl? Ooh. Um,
1: I think it was probably within the first six months. Mm-hmm. I can't exactly pinpoint when. But we both, like, she. she's voiced it more than I have, where something in us triggered saying, I really want to get to know this person. And even if it wasn't romantically, if for whatever reason we only dated a couple times, I knew that I was in love with her, but not necessarily, like, like as a partner. Like, I mm. genuinely, like, felt that yeah. love. I think... Like, she had the same... Like, she told me the other day, like, I had that vibe from you that I wanted to get to know you regardless of whether it is continued as romantically or just as friendship. But there was immediately, like, some connection of, of love there, I think, in the first six months.
0: Yeah, because I know, I mean, when you start, like, relationships and stuff like that, um, first impressions and, like, chemistry is, like, so, 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 so important. When my past... uh, my My past marriage... We we kind of struggled with, like, trying to find things that we could share together. Um, I have a big love of video games. Like, I, I have to play three hours a day. That's just how it works. I, I've had relationships end because of my love for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I knew, like, okay, it wouldn't work out. Because I, I could not push my video games aside due to, like, my own, like, issues with, like, anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when you guys first started, like, growing your relationship, you got you guys started to realize, like, you know... You have a lot of chemistry. Like, so what's one thing that you and your girl have like in common? Like, you guys can share together. So this is the funny thing: is that we have a lot of
1: different little things that we share. Like, I don't know if you heard of the punk band, uh, the Misfits. Oh
0: yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah. we
1: both really, really love the Misfits. You know, that's something that we both can get together and share. The only thing is that her reasons for loving the Misfits is Glenn Danzig. Okay. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. <laughs> My reason for loving the Misfits. <laughs> is uh what, jerry <laughs> oh um, okay. what's his last name <laughs> i forgot what his last name but yeah i he's not this the main singer <laughs> but we share a lot of things like that like uh you know she i won't admit that i like romantic comedies mm. and i like the 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 british humor that's in there yeah in like uh
0: like uh love actually. Oh yeah, know. one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah, see that that's awesome. Like I, I think it's just so important to be able to I guess like find that like, you know, in conversations that like, we have these things in common and then discover things as the relationship goes mm-hmm. and then realize you like those things too. Or even try to bend and compromise a little bit. Like for example, you might be into something that she's not really into and then she kinda like gives in a little bit to to learn about it. I mean, does she have anything like that with you? Um, let me, let me think off the top of my head that, you know, she, she will,
1: uh, get, she'll, she'll learn about stuff that I like just so that she can be on the same topic and, you know, it doesn't just like blow over. Um, one of the, one a good example, one one of my birthdays, I, she, she made me a a super smash brothers cake. So she figured out all the little characters and she doodled all the characters on the cake.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, and I
1: was super into Smash at that time. Like the new one for the Wii U had just come out. So, you know, that was the whole theme for that birthday party was Super Smash Brothers and, and Nintendo.
0: That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Not only just like the foster, like your love of like, you know, video games and then kinda like do the research, man, to, like, put that together. Plus, it's cake, man. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't look... There was a time where she was making
1: cake for everyone's birthday. And we would eat, like, two-thirds of it, maybe less, and then... We wouldn't know what to do with the rest of it. We just like go to a bar and just give it to the bartender and like have some cake.
0: Man, that that's awesome. But Hannah, on that end, have have you done that for her? Like, has she? Is there something that she likes that you're like? I don't know if I'm really into that, but you kind of like. I got to figure that out. Let me see. Um, who you know on your social media? I see a lot of posts about RuPaul.
1: Yes. Who yes, who yes. is into that first? Okay. She was into RuPaul. This is a good, good, good example. Like, she is the person that introduced me to RuPaul's Drag Race. She is the person that's introduced me to a lot of that community aspects. You know, a lot of drag queens, um, Will and Grace. You know, like, if you look on on our shelves, you know, there's a lot of DVDs. And I'm not a big television person, but anything she puts on TV, Netflix... YouTube, her makeup tutorials that she watches, I will lay there and I will watch it with her. Or I'll listen to it. And I'll make fun of it every now and then.
0: Hey, guys.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it was
0: encouraging for me to start my own YouTube because I saw that, you know, it, it works. It's, it's something fun to do. Yeah, see, yeah. that that's that's cool, man. I said, that's why I feel like, I mean, just the evolution of your relationship and what it's turned into. Mm-hmm. I mean, because for, for, for someone to actually go out of their way to kind of learn what you're into, that's a big step, dude. Yeah. Like, because I know that if a person is not that important to you, you're not going to take the extra step. I mean like for example, um past relationships, I had to go to a lot of boy band concerts, man. I had to go to NSync. I had to go to <laughs> I had to go to Backstreet Boys. And I was like, I have to go to this. I'm literally sitting in here with a, in the middle of like screaming 13-year-olds yelling Justin <laughs> Timberlake's name and You know, you won't go through that unless you really care about that person. This is the funny thing is that
1: her and I amplify a lot of the things that we already like in our past. You know, she's got a big obsession for NSYNC that I don't (laughs) talk about. But if you go through my CD collection, you'll find, you know, all the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Even the ones from Burger King. Nice, (laughs) nice. Uh, You'll find, you know, the NSYNC. You'll find Justin Timberlake, you know. So it, it, we do amplify a lot of things that we maybe keep a secret, you know, or guilty pleasures. We do amplify that a lot. You know, there there have been many times where we're singing Backstreet Boys at the bar. I mean, we did it for our uh, holiday party at the restaurant for karaoke. We karaoke'd Backstreet Boys. Uh, I want it that way.
0: Yeah, who, who's the best Backstreet Boy? Oh man. Then I sort of fight too. I, will, don't, I don't stereotype. I don't wanna you know in our group of friends, the uh
1: who's your favorite Spice Girl, who's your favorite Backstreet Boy, who's your favorite in sync? I mean Man, that's scary spice And I, I feel like I always like the, the, the ones in the background, yeah you know, like Kirk Kirk <laughs> oh, Or Chris, I know, I know. What is that guy doing
0: now?
1: <laughs> I don't know. He was in the Fairly Odd Parents.
0: <laughs> I guess that means something. man. That means something. Hey, man. I mean, hey, Arnold's coming back, so maybe that's they'll right. bring back the uh, Fairly Odd Parents. I mean, who knows? A lot yeah. of people like that show, yeah. man. But uh, back on uh,
1: Backstreet Boys, I would say AJ. He's he's the bad boy. Oh, so
0: you're 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 in the bad boys. Yeah, I like the bad boys. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that you know that like, okay, you might not do that for like a friend, like just a regular friend. You know, like, hey, can you go with me to you know? this justin bieber concert yeah you know but for someone who you're like in love with you will do that you'll find the silver lining for me the silver lining like i could probably get like nachos somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that's my. that's like food is always like the weight of my heart so i'll find a way to do that you know mm-hmm. um for example like my the girl i'm currently dating right now she's totally in the legos she loves legos nice I, I don't know, I, I've never put together, I mean, she takes, like, these big sets, opens a box up, puts it all together, and then she tears it all down and puts it away, and it's like her way to relieve stress. Too. Yeah. So, I, and there's instructions to all that, I can barely put together anything, like, I hate Ikea, because I can't build anything, <laughs> I can't do any of that stuff, so, I just can't get into it, but I, I totally, like, I understand it. yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you see my Lego Mario on the shelf up there. What? I'm I'm gonna have to take a picture of that and send that to her. So that's that's a that's a
1: custom Lego Mario that's that awesome. she got for me.
0: No way. So she went
1: online, like Tati went online, and you know figured out like how to get something Lego made. She got that Lego Mario thing made for me.
0: Dude, that is awesome. And she knows I,
1: I'm a tinker. She knows I like you know. That's one of that's that's another example of like when we submerge ourselves into the other person's yeah life, you know, hmm. into their, their hobbies, into the things they like to do and their their entertainment. You know? That's so cool. So, sort of in the beginning, like, how did you guys meet? So, we met um, through an ex-girlfriend, you could say. Mm-hmm. That girl's brother was friends with Chris Back. Okay. okay. And so, I met uh, that group of friends that I, I still have through that ex-girlfriend so um when her and i broke up i still maintained that relationship with them coincidentally tati was dating one of those one of those people right we never crossed paths for five years when she was dating that person and i was dating that girl every time i would show up to a gathering she would either not be there or had just left or i would be leaving and she would just get there something like that we just never crossed paths so for Chris's 22nd birthday, because they're two weeks apart from each other, or they're, they're seven days apart from each other, um, there was a double birthday bash here in town. So I got home from work early. Our friend Jared said, hey, we're going downtown. You should come with us. I didn't really want to, but I threw on a shirt anyways, and you know, we hopped downtown. We met at the Swiss, and um, well, we all met up at the Swiss, and she was already there. Just like walked in, I you know I saw Chris first. Said happy birthday, offered to buy him a drink, and then I turn around. I'm looking around this crowd, and I'm saying, "Where's the birthday girl?" I had no idea who she was, what she looked like, other than a picture of her making a pig face on Facebook. Okay. That was the picture that they chose. You know, <laughs> she's got like one finger up her nose like this. And then <laughs> her other two fingers pulling down on her eyelids. That was the picture that I had to base off oh, where yeah. the birthday yeah. girl was, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was, I think that's when love was. <laughs> it was, was, it was that face. Yeah. Like, so that hopefully she makes that, that face right when you're standing <laughs> at, the, at the altar. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that will be the, the cherry on top. No one else will understand it in, in the audience.
1: Yeah, so I offered to buy them a drink. And, um, you know, she said she was good. It was kind of starting to, to wind down, uh, so then Jared and Chris are, like, I a completely another level with Spongebob.
0: Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So,
1: Jared offers Chris to come over and watch Spongebob, so it was, it was, uh, Chris and Tati, I think, uh, maybe, like, five other people, we all go back to our place and we watch Spongebob, and that's, that's basically where we met, that's how we met, is, uh, Man. For a
0: birthday, so but even that, I mean, that I mean that sounds like fate, dude. You know, I mean, yeah, because it it, it's like, have you have you seen the movie Serendipity? I have not. No. Well, see, Serendipity is okay. I love Kate stuff. She's like one of my favorites. Um, and it's just about like being at the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. you know. And no matter what. It may seem like it's going to be off and like it is not meant to be. Things just happen. The dominoes start to fall where you guys just meet. Yeah. And just like you we were talking about there, like you, you know, you guys just kept missing each other. You weren't at the same parties you guys thought you guys were into. And then even the party that's for her, you don't even know what she looks like because she has a pig face on the on <laughs> freaking big. Yeah. Even then. So it's like,
1: it was like mystery. until the very
0: last minute, right? I mean, yeah. that's like totally awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's what I love, man. I mean, that story. That's why I know that I feel love really exists because stuff like that doesn't happen to like yeah. regular people, man. You know, we had just both um, also gone through
1: like a rough part in our lives. I'm sure, I, I, I know for sure I was in a weird place where I was saying, I don't know if I want to date. I'm not ready to date. You know, it had been about about six to eight months after my, my intense breakup and I, I was not looking for anything at all. You know, I was just... Occasionally, I would date a girl or something, but I just—it didn't feel. You you, you feel that chemistry, I guess, when you when you go out with someone, or you meet somebody, and you say, you know, this isn't anything. This is just a hangout or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, see, and and I think that that's another sign too. It's like that person could take you from your frame of mind that like I don't want to date anybody because I'm just I just want to do chill right now Mm because I just had some you know I had like real big you know breakup, but that person could just. You know, flip your mind like that, man. Yeah. I and mean, that's how you know that's like strong. I mean, and like you said, she probably was going through the same. She had a uh, a bit of a break too, so you probably did the same for her too. Yeah. So, I mean, how was that first step? You knew that there was chemistry. Like, how do you know? Like, there was like this chemistry. Yeah, like, I didn't really know on that particular day. It wasn't
1: the It wasn't. The, it was. It was not the <laughs> no it was not. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, like something a few days later kind Of triggered in my mind, and I said, I, I need to reach out to her. I, wa- I want to get to know her. I didn't really get to meet her at the birthday event, yeah. So, uh, um, the funny story is that I sent her a Facebook message trying to be suave and smooth. <laughs> I thought I wrote Ola, mm-hmm. it auto corrected to Holla.
0: Oh, Holla, and, and,
1: <laughs> and that could have gone way wrong, but it was a, an inside joke with her at the time, and it worked, and she hollered and uh, i got i got the digits and you know i said hey you know if you're ever in town let me know and we hung out a couple times and you know pretty much right off the bat i got her humor everyone kept saying if you love chris you're gonna love her and chris is just like he's he's a fun guy i like him a lot and sure enough they were
0: they're practically identical yeah you know oh my gosh that's hilarious so damn autocorrect Wow,
1: it was a blessing in this. It was. That it helped thing. you out. Yeah. So Autocar
0: actually helped you out in that in that situation. That's awesome, man. So like you use Facebook, and that's funny because like that's kind of the girl that I'm dating right now. It's the same kind of way where it was, like people. I know that people say bad things about Facebook all the time, like social media all the time. But it helps like in these kind of situations. Yeah, you can connect with old friends and stuff. But people who you might not be able to say something to them face-to-face, this is, like, the perfect way to, like, yeah. actually start a conversation. I mean, this girl that I'm dating now, um, she's actually, we've known of each other for, like, a very, very long time. Um, I used to coach her little brother in basketball. Uh, I was a junior in high school. She was an eighth grader. And then we kind of know each other of each other until now. We're 38. She's 34. And I remember running into her, um, and I, I um I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to kick game. I don't know how to like, you know, I don't have any lines or anything. Yeah, so yeah. it was. I remember doing this awkward thing where I was like, um, I grabbed my phone in front of her. I'm like, uh, "Are you, uh, are you on social media?" Which is like the <laughs> total, like, most awkward thing to say because it's like, you know, social media. What, what, what is that? You, I didn't say Facebook. Right. I said, you? and she's like, "Yeah, I, I guess, of course." And then I didn't know what to say. I'm not used to that kind of stuff. But it was that moment. Where it started a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know, now we've been dating for how long now? So that's totally awesome. I mean, what about are you good at looking at signs? Like, how did you know like what when she's like into you, were are you good at like seeing the signs, like, you know what, she's probably into she's, me? I don't know. Like
1: like you know, I did I I not not that I had a lot of girlfriends in, in like high school or anything like that, but I I
0: think
1: the uh the energy that you get back from someone you can kind of tell they're into you uh i'm not like one of those types of people that like the more you push me away the more i think you're into me yeah, right yeah. i've always been i've always been straightforward yeah you know like that was one thing like i we we did tell each other that on our first date is you know here's where I, here's where i am here's where i am in life uh here's where i would like a relationship and what it, what you know where i'm looking for that to go if you're cool with that or not, then you know, that's the next step. Um but I think I think like for her it was it was the sure, let's hang out that said I think she might be into me, you know. Something something in her is, is saying yes and then after the first date it was maybe I'll see you again and I was
0: like, Yeah, maybe we'll see each other again. You know was, Yeah, see I, I would I, that that's that's the thing about like when you start dating someone and putting yourself out there and, you know, like, I I analyze everything. I'm a very paranoid person. Mm. So, I analyze everything. Like, after a date, I'll go back from the very beginning of, like, oh, well, this happened. Was that awkward? Was this weird? I think that went well. And my mind just goes crazy. Yeah. I mean, when someone says that to you, like, well, maybe I'll see you later. I mean, how did you... I, for me, I was like, I'm probably never
1: going to see you later. <laughs> And, like, that's the other thing. I'm not, like, a super confident or, like, cocky person. Like... She even tells me that she's like, "You're lucky that I decided." to you again. And I'm like, "Thank you, thank you so much for for that." Yeah. But um, like in in my head, I think that when I when I realized that she would be into me was when she gave me a tour of um where she grew up in San Francisco.
0: Oh well, that and, is
1: that is that's a deep yeah. conversation. Yeah. So she we walked around San Francisco in the North Beach area for like maybe an hour. You know, we went to places where. You know, her grandpa would take her places that, you know, she had, you know, like a great bowl of whatever or like a pastry or great coffee here. You know, we did a Coit Tower. What else did she show me that day? I think we might have gone to the Bay Bridge that day. Like, we walked around that whole area there, Fisherman's Wharf, um, North Beach. And I think, like, in my head, I was like, okay, well, if she's taking the time to show me where she comes from to, like, really
0: give me that intimate experience she she might like me yeah you know? i mean that's that's true though i mean because i mean for someone because there has to be the idea that you know what when, when i'm about to show this person are they gonna even care about what i'm showing right does it even like you know interest them or they're like i don't even care but she obviously knew that you would be interested in seeing something like that yeah so i mean that's that's totally awesome i mean i'm not good at reading signs like i'm very straightforward too where it's like you know, um, I think text messaging makes it worse. Yeah, me. there's no context. You, yeah. you don't know how they're they're expressing anything they send you. Yeah, because I, I, I text message a lot, dude. Like, it doesn't matter if it's to my daughter, to my friends, or whatever. Like, I'll read even just the gaps in between, like, silence of a text message. Like, oh, they don't want to be with me anymore. Yeah, yeah, or if yeah. it's like, that was only two words. I'm bothering them. It's so, like... <laughs> yeah. It's so... That's so, why, like, I... I didn't want to, after the divorce I didn't know if I wanted to get started dating again because to have to relive that all over again. You yeah. know? I mean so after I mean, do you believe like say in the honeymoon phase? I think I'm still in the honeymoon phase, you know, six years later. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the which I, is awesome because well, they always say that like if after the the first three years are very, very important, you mm-hmm. know, and then after if you if you can get past that then it's like really Well like a a coworker the
1: other day asked me and uh I just kind of rapid fire to the question, the answer, to the question. You know, he asked me if I fall in love. Like, how often do I fall in love? Right, right. And he, I think he was expecting a different answer. He took it differently than what I responded. My response was that I feel like I fall in love every day. Oh, that's right? awesome. And that's man. that's with her. You know, I I wake up in the morning, I see her, and like it's like a rejuvenating love. That it sounds very corny, but it's, you know, I think that's what kind of Keeps the keeps me in that honeymoon phase, you know, where I'm I feel like I'm you know always trying to be in consideration of where she is and how she's gonna react to anything. I guess
0: that's awesome, man. I mean, like if you can constantly find like things to love about a person, you know, yeah, um, because I know that when like I was married for like nine years, when you're like married for a while, that kind of like you know. It gets harder and harder to do that as as you go on, you know. Like, I know we talked about her discovering, like you, you know, her getting into some stuff that you like and trying to understand it, and you learning some stuff about her. What is there anything that you guys have done without you guys liking any of it, and then realize we both like this stuff? Hmm. Um.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like whenever we want to do something, like. Like so far, you know, like the vlogging, I know she's not like into that um, maybe eventually she'll kind of get a feel for it i I kind of doubt it i don't but I don't think there's anything so far that neither one of us has like liked that the other one ends up jumping on board with mm-hmm. you know so i I can't really think of anything like that. We usually just kind of again feed off of each other, you know like. By coincidence, I happen to be good at cooking and enjoy cooking, and she happens to be in the same position, so we well, She's baking awesome that. things, too. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. kind of cool, yeah. You know, we cook all the time, and, it, and that's just been amplified. And
0: that's cool. So, yeah. now, so you, you have all this chemistry. You guys have, like, years behind you now. And then the moment comes where you're like, I know I want to be with this girl. You said you, you, after six months, it was like, this I, is yeah, who? Yeah. I mean... So, did it take a while for you to prepare for like proposing?
1: Oh man, if I, if it would have been up to me and and you know money bags, if I was Mister <laughs> Moneybags, I probably would have proposed like two years ago. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, you know, a wedding is expensive, and oh, yeah. you know, I I didn't know rings were going to be like <laughs> expensive as well. You know, it's not. But like like one thing that her and I had talked about prior because you know we we started talking about weddings and and engagements and um kids from like kids from like day one like right. our first date like you want kids and my answer was no her answer was no so like that was cool yeah. we're, we're on for the next date then yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I could be a deal breaker for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course um but like three years th- well yeah it's like three years ago we started talking about weddings and. And um, how much money to put into weddings, and you know where, w- what the ideal wedding is. So I think like three years ago, I would have, I would have said, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get married to you. Yeah. you know, I would have proposed three years ago because we both had in our heads like what the plan was. You know, we weren't necessarily on the same page about it, but after that conversation we had, I walked away with, well, she's willing to compromise here, and I'm willing to compromise there. We never we're going to do anything out of means, you know, we weren't going to go into debt for it. We were not right. going to be broke about it, you know, cause then that we, we knew that would bring more stress. Oh yeah. And so for sure. know, if that was going to be the thing that could break our marriage, then why do that?
0: That's true. You know?
1: Yeah. So that's why I did, I, you know, I would have proposed a while ago if it wasn't for money, but
0: yeah, I remember, yeah. um, even just the whole process of like finding a ring, that's such a, a tough investment. Cause it's like, it's a whole new language, dude. It's yeah, like you want yeah. princess cut, you want blah, blah blah. I'm like, dude, I need subtitles for whatever you're saying. Yeah, I have no clue, like what. Yeah, it took me like six months to
1: to like uh, get the ring exactly how I wanted it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I went into the jeweler and I said, um, I already knew a little bit of what she wanted, you know, right. like. She wouldn't leave my computer on, <laughs> like,
0: the no. engagement ring
1: websites, you know, or, or her Pinterest, you know, like, subtle clues. Oh, look at a oh, oh, What
0: a coincidence. Oh, how'd that get on there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I knew, and then I had, to, I had talked to her, too, you know, I said, if, if you wanted your ideal ring, what would it look like, mm. you know? Because, yeah, of course I wanted to get her something that she liked, and not just something that I think she would like, right, and right. then never wear it again, you know, because... Yeah. Yeah, so it took me like six months, and I, I dove really deeply into what all the language means with our jeweler, um, and then he showed me the price point, and I was like, "Okay, well, ten to bring it down."
0: <laughs> it like, um, installments, where, or how do yeah. we? Uh, where, where can I? Uh, no, what's the real price, though? <laughs> yeah, is there something behind? That? <laughs> how can I pay you later? I don't know. Yeah, that I know that that is tough. I um, I remember my um. Uh, how how did you propose? Was there like a big like thing? Or how did you? Well, do part of the proposal,
1: I'm, uh, I am. I kind of agreed to keep a secret because it's a little bit more intimate. The main part of the proposal, um, I was thinking about doing it for like a week, the week of Christmas. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure should I, should I do it on my birthday you know my birthday is 10 days before Christmas right. should I do it um, Christmas Eve should I do it on Christmas should I do it here in the house should I do it on the plaza when all the lights are on because they light up the plaza so so nicely in December yeah you know all the trees look like Christmas trees um, so I got feedback from some friends and they said you need to go to San Francisco and do it in the city like that's you know where a lot of our history a lot of our dating took place right right you know, or on the plaza, you know, because that's practically where we met. Yeah. So we were on our way to see her family uh, in San Francisco, and I had plans A through Z, and then starting over again, A, 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 B, yeah. you know, doing that whole thing. I wanted to do it at the Marin Headlands, where we originally, like, like had our first, like, romantic experience, you know, seeing the whole city lit up in the evening um, watching kind of the sunset, something that she had never experienced before. Um, and then that didn't work out. I wanted to do it at Coit Tower. That didn't work out. I wanted to do it at the other side of the bridge. That didn't work out. Eventually, I convinced her that we should go down to Sausalito. She got car sick, wouldn't get out of the car. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm like, I'll just take some pictures. And then, you know, I was like, come out here. You know, let's just take a selfie. So we took a couple selfies. And um, and then we came back. I had sent a text message to all the friends and all my family. She said yes. My my, fa- my parents were waiting um, at home with uh, confetti blasters. So yeah. When we walked in the door. You know, they confetti blasted us. She didn't know that they knew. She didn't know our friends knew. And then when we got home here, we did uh, like our secret Santas. And then she said, "Hey you guys, we have an announcement." And she we told everybody. And then Chris and our other friend Chris pulled out confetti blasters and, you know, she didn't know they knew. And it was just a big surprise to all
0: of us. But
1: it was in Sausalito, you know, like looking over the bay, seeing the city a little bit.
0: You see, that's awesome. Like, I I can see that because it's like a day that you really, really have to plan out. You're probably full of anxiety. And you're like, we're going to do it at this location and go through. And in your head, you're probably like, oh, gosh, I, I... I really got to do this, but, you know, you can't get really frustrated because you're like, this has Mm -hmm. to be a romantic moment. I mean, that had to be like... You know,
1: I wasn't anxious about doing it. I was just getting upset that I couldn't pull over here. And this is where you wanted to do it. This is where I wanted to do it, yeah. And then when she said she was car sick, I said, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to propose to her in the city. I'll do it in Sonoma somewhere. Yeah. Or, Or... uh, I just won't do it you know like I, I started to get a little paranoid and thinking maybe it wasn't meant to be maybe yeah. I just shouldn't do it yeah yeah but I, I did it and and
0: it was, it was good <laughs> yeah, yeah see yeah. That's, that's that's what I was like I, I love one of the things that uh I love watching is just like when people do like you know the big proposals like on YouTube or mm-hmm. I mean I admit like they, I get all teary eyed when I see some of these man because I mean there's some creative people out there yeah I mean it's like well, yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, I've already been through that whole process of, like, you know, and the way that our whole, my 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 last marriage was, where it was, the proposal was terrible. It was, like, terrible. It was, I don't even, it, it was, like, a spur-of-the-moment thing. I was, like, wearing, like, Spongebob pajamas or something like that. <laughs> I had a, like, McGriddle in one hand and a ring. It was just, it was just, it <laughs> was, it was, it was the most, like, unromantic thing ever. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. But, um... The next one you know yeah i have to really like do it like yeah really big just because i feel that i don't want to die without feeling that big big moment like that like i mean that's awesome that you were able to be able to do that i wish i was vlogging at the time i wish i could have
1: captured that on camera you know but i guess it's something that that is so personal too like i have the video of us doing the announcement here which is great i'll show you after yeah um but like some things you do keep you know for yourself yeah, and that's something that you guys hold together and that's you know your special intimate moment yeah. you know we did take a couple selfies with the ring and and over at the bay um you know for us as well but it, you know other than that you know there are a couple key details that
0: i know i keep for myself and yeah. for her
1: that is us you know it's just personal
0: yeah which that that's perfect man that's awesome because i mean mean, like within your relationship there are certain things it's like and i guess that would help define your love is like we have that together no one else has to know about that but we have that yeah um together now like on the the subject of like love when did you know like you know i cannot be my i can't live without this person and that this is what love feels like and I need to be with this person. And it's just to find what love is. I think um, with what
1: happened back in January, okay. you know, um, that that little incident really showed me that that she loves me and that I love her and that we're going to get through that. And, um, you know, that that was like the weird re, rejuicing, you know, like, you know, scene two, I think was that, you know, now this is where we are and we got to get through it
0: yeah that's i think that that that's key man i mean that's totally key because i mean people can always stay around when it's the happy times you know right but, but when things like when life happens because life happens you just can't avoid it we can't predict what's going to happen tomorrow or whatever but when life happens like in a moment it's the people that choose to stay even though yeah that's when you're like these people like really care about me right
1: you know, it's it's whether whether someone is injured or sick or you know on the brink of death. Like that's I think when you when you look at support and like I think it's it's mainly illness and death that you look at someone you say I can't live without you. You know, um, to know that you could have either put that person in that situation of having them live without you and seeing their reaction and how upset that that idea is to them is when you know I think yeah see that's for me that's what it was it's like I know that I want to be with her for the rest of my life due to that because I don't want to I don't want to feel what she's feeling you know you can kind of project that you can feel that and you know I I don't want her to go through that
0: yeah that's I mean that that's true I mean I guess that's when you know like real love like really will really really like survive you know what I'm saying um and I like live for those kind of moments. I mean, and those are the type of moments that I want to share with my own like daughter. You know, because I mean, mm. the thing that was tough, I guess, in my in my previous marriage, I make it sound like I've been married like seven times, but in my <laughs> in my only marriage <laughs> was the fact that um, what I really wanted to hand down to my daughter from that, because it's kind of hard. She's at that age where it's like she she doesn't really understand what divorce is. I mean, she's yeah. she's nine and she's like. My mom and dad live in different places, and they never, you know, they don't want to deal with each other at all. Um, She doesn't understand that. It's not a concrete thought. Um, But I don't want her to grow up thinking that that's what love is. Right. As in, like, love was, when my mom and dad lived together, they fought every day. They yelled at each other every day. They slept in separate rooms because they couldn't deal with each other. This, I feel, is like my second chance to be like, no, this is what love looks like.
1: I mean, I don't know necessarily how to give advice or like reflect on marriages and divorces. You know, my parents, you know, are still together. There was a time where uh, the idea of divorce was kind of hovering around. And um, I mean, I guess for kids, I would say just showing your child that you are still there for the other person, you know, regardless of their situation, you know, if they're in a bad situation that you still give them support and you're there for the child as well. Like, that's a good way, I think, to, to
0: yeah, show love. I noticed that with, like, what we're doing right now with um, me and my ex, now it feels like it's it's more of a business transaction, and our business is our daughter. Yeah, You know, yeah. so it's like we make sure that she's the one who gets whatever she needs. You know, I have her half the time. My ex has her half the time, but we all have to work together still to make sure that she gets everything that she needs, yeah, you know, um, which you know, which is tough. But I mean, I'm totally, you know, uh, it, it it works out really well, and I can see that you know, there was a period of uncertainty on like how it would affect my daughter. My parents were divorced, and it, it still affected me. And I'm like, you know, 38 now. Her, my my daughter, I can see, you know, I won't know the ramifications of what happened until like later in right. life,
1: you know. But I mean, I think that as long as you know that you're not yelling between you and your 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 old partner Mm. in front of the child yeah you know as long as you still show that you guys still care about each other you know if you know mommy is is upset about something and you just like you know uh offer that shoulder to cry on that still shows the child you know despite the fact that my parents are in in two different places they still have love for each other
0: yeah, like, yeah. I, I, and I think that that's why, I think it's really important, like, with the relationship that I have right now, um, with her, I mean, she can see, like, what, you know, the outward, more outward, like, expressions of, like, feelings, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, what it was the last, I mean, because I was married for, like, nine years, the last, like, few years were, like, just, it wasn't, it wasn't good, you know, mm-hmm. now she can kind of see that, so, um, but, moving forward with you know yours have you guys ever you guys are starting to plan everything already as far as the marriage yeah uh
1: we're i was hoping to shoot for october of next year oh
0: man like
1: as like on the early side yeah. right but as far as the late side maybe 2020
0: oh, that's man, a good that's
1: round so... number i think that, uh, <laughs> she, she
0: excited about all the She's plans
1: excited. and stuff yeah yeah that's so cool that's, it's the uh, because it's funny, because she met someone at the bank that has a venue, and offered her that um, when she was at that bank. And now, by coincidence, I'm going to that venue to check it out for a different oh. wedding rehearsal, wedding catering that we're doing there.
0: It just seems like so it's all still, fate. Man. Yeah, that I still get weird. to see
1: the venue, and say, you know, she she already knows what it looks like. She hasn't been there physically, but I'm gonna shoot some video if the lady lets me and show her.
0: That's and awesome. She,
1: She's not all I mean I, I think I think Girls at like The age of six Have their
0: You know <laughs> yeah. Their wedding they're Planned, planned out, out, already. out
1: You know Their dress Their dress looks like Yeah, yeah. They're
0: like wrapping yeah. yeah I I totally see that They're, man. they're dressing up Their beanie babies Yeah I know parties. Why not Why not man Why not yeah, I they mean have that Um So If you can name Three Things That you love the most About Tati What would they be
1: Number one is her feelings of other people, her judgments of other people. You know, she is a great person that can detect vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, she can see you from across the street or just a picture of you. It doesn't even need to be physically. You don't need to say anything to her. And she will, you know, know whether you are a good person. Right, you know, right. Judgment of character, you know. She's pretty good at sensing, uh, you know, like, oh, they've, they've done drugs or, you know, uh-huh. they, you know, they could or would or might do certain things, you right, know, here right, and right. there, not to get to specifics, but, um, that's my number one thing, you know, is that she's a very good judgment of character. Uh, number two, I would say her, uh, her passion for food, you mm. know, we both really, really love to eat food, mm. cheese and, and, um. Like, it's just food like a lot of cheese that's like the one thing and she's she's uh, opened up my um, experience with food more and and wanting to taste more food and eat more food right. um and then her humor she's got the best sense of humor she's so witty she has the funniest puns and just ready to fire them at any time no i know
0: i mean the, when I, I met her at the bank and even just a little like Thirty-second conversations. I mean, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's very witty. Yeah, and I can appreciate that. I mean, um, sense of humor is very, very important to me. It's like one of mm-hmm. my top, like you know, things that someone should, I get along with should have. Yeah, know? I mean, you
1: got to know when to laugh at yourself and when to have other people laugh at themselves. You know, and that's definitely the thing. You know, like I, I know that if I'm having a bad day, I can just ask you, know, like, so, wait, you got a good joke or something? <laughs> and you know, she'll think about it for a second. <laughs> And you know same thing with me like you know she'll she'll ask you like you got a good joke and I think the other day the 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 joke that I don't know if you ever heard back in high in like elementary school I told her and she was like wow that's a good joke why uh why do they call them uh seagulls why? Because if they flew over the bay, they would be
0: bagels. <laughs> I haven't heard that. You one, haven't dude. heard that either? No, I'm <laughs> gonna use that though. I'm using that one. I'm gonna use it on my daughter when I pick her up later. I, I do. That's a good one, man. you. Yeah. I can I remember, remember that one. Uh, <laughs> but before we go. Yes. I want you to plug your stuff. I want actually talk a little bit about vlogging and your experience doing that. How do you like doing that? Like,
1: so I'm liking it. It's a lot of um, it's a lot of uh, self reflection. It's like a journal. Um, it's very therapeutic to see my day over again and relive that day. And um, sometimes it's not always what I shoot that is I reflect on. Like, when the camera's on, I get to experience that, again, from, from like, a third-person perspective or from my own perspective. Mm. But then there's also reference points where I know I turned the camera off and had an intimate moment that no one else gets to know about.
0: Right.
1: You know, and those are, are you know, like, I, I do share some of that on, on the vlog, um, but it does kind of bring it full circle again to appreciate what i have and give me perspective on on my life again and and to you know fall
0: in love all over again with you know friends
1: and family and my fiance
0: i've never i've never um heard it like that before that's actually a really good point man that is, I mean, because to, like, to relive it and be like, yeah, that's how I felt right now. Because sometimes we, we forget those, like, little moments, and then maybe we might remember it, like, months later and be like, yeah, I really felt like that. I could have totally changed Yeah, something. That's totally, like, I never saw it like that, man. Yeah. But that's cool. I mean, I know you do this, like, daily, though. I was doing it daily for a while. It definitely started to cut into my
1: sleep, and I definitely feel like I started getting disconnected. And even now, like, I'll, you know, to, to say... Okay, it's, it's bedtime uh, because Tati has to wake up early or I got to wake up early. You know, mainly her. She's got to wake up earlier than I do, so she has an earlier bedtime. But to say it's bedtime and have us go our separate ways instead of going to bed together and sharing that, that's something that I know I'm missing out on because I want to make a video. Yeah. You know, so I stopped doing it daily well, for that reason. Um, I was also lacking a lot of sleep. I have a formula down now so I can crank out a video quickly and have it feel good still. um, So that I can either, you know, spend more time with her and not just like an audience online that I don't know or could know. Um, And so I kind of started doing it daily, uh, from daily to weekly, and then now it's like whenever, you know, Mm -hmm. just because I I still want to, maintain those real human connections and physical connections
0: see that's actually i mean that's actually a good point too i mean there's something about falling asleep together yeah there's something about that um instead of like you falling asleep somewhere and then she's still awake and then like i don't know i don't know what it is but that is a good point because i mean that's the last you know thing you do before going to bed is seeing each other that's like a big thing yeah you know
1: well like a lot of our most intimate and serious conversations have always happened you know when we're about to go to sleep you know we kind of reflect on our day or um really i think what it is is when we don't look at each other i think that we are more open about what we feel you know because then you don't really see the expression on the other person's face or uh, it just feels like you're just really just putting your feelings and your thoughts out there and someone is listening Like in the car, sometimes when we're driving, we'll we'll have those types of conversations too because I'm focused on the road. I don't get a chance to like look over at her and yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that's, that's good, man. So, one last time, plug everything you got, man. So, my
1: YouTube channel is guapograms, G U A P O space G R A M. The Instagram is guapograms with an underscore. Uh, between Guapo and Grams. And then my Twitch is just Guapo grams No spaces. And so is the uh, the Twitter. I started a Twitter too.
0: Yeah, so I suggest you follow all those. Um, I do. The guy's great. A lot of his posts, I, I pay attention to his posts and his blogging also. Um, plus he's a gamer. I know that on the other podcast where you're yet to do a Nordic Nerd console wars, which is when we're going to discuss playstation versus xbox versus nintendo and then you'd probably be perfect for for that yeah just because you're a nintendo maybe. guy there's another guy that we know um we call him hot jake just because it's 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 funny we just call him hot <laughs> jake we call him hot jake <laughs> but he is a big nintendo guy so i think he would appreciate that when we have that battle that there's another person there yeah for sure the other two are um playstation guys and other, and we have other two people who are playstation so it'll be a nice little friendly battle over which is the best console and um we'll have to get into that it's probably gonna be later in the year but we'll talk about that but i want to thank you Hazir, for doing this thank you for having you're me. awesome man so hopefully you can convince uh chris to do this with me also <laughs> yeah. um uh it'll be kind of cool maybe we can do like a a round table i think that'd be kind of cool if we all did like a a group thing um on the show but um i will let you go and also so next week stay tuned for next week because we actually we're going to keep the love thing going next week we're going to talk about what is love and everyone's idea of love and we're actually talk more about the honeymoon phase so that's going to be interesting we have special guests next week also i want to thank nate gold did it for the music that he provided i also want to thank ryan bancroft or all we call him batman but he thank him for the music also so thank you for listening if you have any questions for me and you have any other questions about what his ear does, you can email me at when nerd starts over at gmail.com and we'll see you next week.